This is the Dave and Checky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Checky Show. Check your show, we're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Checky Show. Nemyo ho, ringe kyo, nemyo ho, ringe kyo. I'm gonna go now, so yo mo kono rock and roll. Excellent. Hey, would you like to join my, uh, I mean, uh, would you like to come over to my apartment and uh, meet with some people who all are uh, going to get together and wish for things, positive things? And if you do it enough, it'll happen, man. Want to come over? There's a bunch of us. I do not. Come on. Come on over to the apartment. We're just going to get together and, uh, you know, simultaneously uh, say some syllables. I do not want to chant with you. Chant. I am not into your chanting right now. Please come to my apartment and chant before I dissect you and yeah. decapitate you and make a soup of your body. Thank you, but no. Why? This could happen. I know, and that's why I don't want to do this it. This did happen. I understand. And we have talked about that. Hey, let's talk about the hippie. Uh, no, I think that was, was it Daniel Rakowitz hey, or something? Hey, Radowitz, Rakowitz? hey, rest in peace. All right. I'm ready to talk about Daniel uh, Curlin. We're not talking about Daniel Curlin. Good. That's... I have a fondness for Bobo, but we will not be talking about him. Fondness for Bobo. Is that a series? That's the erotic book series, isn't it? It's not an erotic book series. It's just a statement I've said. Uh, Yes, I grew up being highly influenced by the fondness of Bobo uh, romance novels. No. No. It's not that. Thank you, though. Uh, Today's episode is all about time travel. Yeah, time travel. Hey, I wish I could go back and, uh, you know, uh, not eat those apricots, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, sorry. Yes, I, I wish that as well. However, we cannot, as far as we know. Well, actually, I don't even know that. Do you, A, believe in time travel? Well, I don't know. What am I looking at over here? This thing looks like some sort of time machine. Oh, that's just the interface. I see. I don't know. In that case, no, I don't think I do. According to Wikipedia, time travel is the concept of movement between certain points in time, analogous to movement between different points in space by an object or a person, typically with the use of a hypothetical device known as a time machine. I don't think a human wrote that. Uh, Time travel is a widely recognized concept in philosophy and fiction. That's slightly more human. And the idea of a time machine was popularized by H.G. Wells's 1895 novel, The Time Machine. Which brings me to my next point. My favorite movie. Okay. Time after time. Okay. okay. It's not your favorite movie. It's definitely not. I it's one of those movies that if you watch again, you realize it's really not very good. Yes. That's why I've never watched it again. <laughs> because I personally love time travel movies 
But uh, I just want to get into the history of time travel a little bit here. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Okay. Time travel uh, is, n- is not a new concept, and it has been around for thousands of years. Um, in, in religions, uh, the Buddhists, uh, the Japanese, uh, the Hindus, they all have, even the Jews, have uh, time travel in their early writings. Let's put it that way. In their early scriptures. Um, however, it was never with a device. Like, it was never, you know, it was like uh, maybe they fell asleep or maybe they traveled, and when they stopped traveling, all of a sudden it was different. It was never like there was a specific device that caused it or they used it to do something. That was a newer invention. Um, Popularized by Michael Jackson. In 1770... Um, Let's see, hold on. Early science fiction stories feature characters who sleep for years and awaken in a changed society or are transported to the past through some sort of unknown or vague supernatural means. Well? That's in the 1770s and the early 18s. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. Uh, One of the first stories to feature time travel by means of a machine is The Clock That Went Backward by Edward Page Mitchell, which appeared in the New York Sun in 1881. However, the the mechanism borders on fantasy. uh, They've been having fake news ever since they had news. An unusual clock when wound runs backwards and transports people nearby back in time. Yeah, wake me when the shit strikes 13. Now that, that's scary. The when the author- clock strikes 13, you got to go. Uh-huh. The author does not explain the origin or the properties of the clock, but it is, I guess, one of the earlier uh, mentions of a device. And then H.G. Uh, Wells' Time Machine, like we said, 1895, goes into, it's going to, goes into some detail about the device. H.G. Wells stealing shit. No, I think he... The, like was I said, inspired. That's probably closer to the truth. It is... The clock that went backwards is usually described as the first time machine story, but H.G. Wells, the time machine, is the first one with a, with a time machine. Why don't they remake make a movie over the clock that went backwards? I mean, maybe they have, and we just haven't seen it. God damn them. It could be a B movie. Uh, Should be. All right. So, of course, and then there are other time travel stuff. A Christmas Carol has time travel, right? That's from 1843. Yeah, that's kind of ghostly. Well, again, vague, More like paranormal. time travel than dreams. That's dream time travel. Is it? I don't know. We don't know, but that's... I mean, that's what they said, that it's, it's vague. If somebody wakes up and it's different, you know, there's no specific device. I like it when there's a device. I kind of like it when there's a device, too. We need some absolute in this world. The device makes it seem more, uh, more realistic and less of a, a fluke. So that's kind of the rough and really watered-down version of time travel. Time travel is one of my favorite things in movies. I love time travel movies. All right. You don't like them so much. I like movies that have drums in them. 
Yeah. Well, maybe one day we will do a show about movies with drums. Currently, yeah, mostly, all right, like mostly by that. the who. I like movies by the who with drums in them. All right. Pre-1980. I see. Can we do that? I mean, I gave all you a right. few options and you picked time travel, but... Well, let me go back in time and pick again. Okay. Well, then that sucks for oh, me. Oh, I'm just playing. Let's go. This, Come on. Uh, I'm, I'm in for the ride. Are you? Where, where is this thing? Where's the handle? What is, do I hold on to? Is it true that you don't want to do this podcast anymore? Shush. I'm traveling. I see. I just want to make sure because it seems like you all of a sudden don't want to talk about time travel. I love time travel. Do you love My it? My favorite time travel movie is uh-huh. your favorite time travel movie. Which is my favorite time travel movie? Oh, uh, the one with that crazy woman and the dead guy. The one with that crazy woman and the dead guy. The crazy woman and the dead guy. The crazy woman. Something about a hotel, set in a hotel. Sometime, this time, sometime. Okay, it's not a crazy woman. It's <laughs> She's not, not a dead guy. He's but dead. I believe, no, I believe. His name's Christopher Reeve. I see. He's dead in real life. Oh, that's for sure. I see. Comfortably numb, we should say. A story of two people in love. Two people out of time. Two people whose passion bridges history. Jane Seymour and Christopher Reeve are trapped in love somewhere in time. Okay. Somewhere in Time is the movie... Somewhere in Time. (laughs) That sounds like a Cindy Lauper song. That's Time After Time. See, she was in a time travel. Mm -hmm. She wishes she could time travel right now. Mm -hmm. Back to then when she was big. Mm -hmm. We were small. She is... This is the world according to Cindy. A new show. Hey, that's not bad. She has had shows. Well, well, she needs another one. I see. Just keep her shit covered up because bitch got psoriasis. I'm just... <laughs> okay, Dave? <laughs> she, psoriasis. I mean, uh-huh. Psoriasis is She's a whole nother thing. She's not a bitch. She's just Cindy Lauper. <laughs> psoriasis is when your sister is really fucked up. Okay. All right. Somewhere in Time from 1980 <laughs> is a romantic fantasy film. Directed by Jeannot Swark. That is not a real person. It is a film adaptation of... Jeannot the, Swark. Of the well, how many movies has he made? He was his time after Somewhere in Time, the only movie he ever made. No, I don't believe that to be true. Was he one of the Schwark brothers? Yes, I believe he's a Schwark brother. Didn't we see them live on stage? That's the Sklar brothers. Oh. The very unfunny Sklar brothers who we did not enjoy. Chopper 4. They kind of made us cringe. Well, they did say one thing that was true. Anything you can touch in New York City has been pissed on. All right, well, now, that's That's irreverent. Squark. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. The director is Jeno Schwark. He's a French gentleman. Wow, he looks kind of like a Peter Falk Rockford guy. He is known, best known for Somewhere in Time. See? Jaws 2. Holy shit. Ironside. What? It Takes a Thief. Ironside, is that a movie or a, uh, or a show? Bones. Oh, he's a TV man. Castle. Oh, oh, you a TV man. Okay. Scandal, Supernatural, 
almost human private practice, Smallville. Get this man on the line because he is unknown. Cold case, heroes. Raising the bar without a trace, Boston Legal, numbers. Boston Jack. Legal, now that was a good one. <clears throat> the practice, CSI Miami, Ali McBeal. I mean, he's really not that unknown. Oh, no, I'm just saying I never heard his name before. Kojak. Oh, hey. This guy has been working... Rockford Files. The first thing he did was Ironside in 1968. I, I wouldn't mind watching that. And he has continued to direct up until 2019. Uh, he is... How old is he? What was he born? He's 81. He is? I don't know. What does it say? It says he's 1939. That's 81. Well, Jeannot, God bless, I say. I say you're working hard and uh He's working for the thing. weekend. I don't know if he's working for the weekend. Oh, that's someone else. But anyway, Somewhere in Time uh, is one of my favorite time travel movies. See, I told you. But uh, I don't think it's your favorite. Well, I don't have a favorite. I thought you liked the... the oh, well, how, give me some other choices. What am I, what am I dealing with here? Bill and Ted. All right. Now I like I like the Hot Tub Time Machine. That might be my favorite. All right. Let me go to Hot Tub Time. Oh, that's Hot Tub Time Machine. All right. Let me go to Ranker.com. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. We'll go through their top twenty time machine movies or time travel movies. Okay. My bad. Is that Rancor like with a C? No, it's Ranker. Oh. We've used them many times. I know. I don't know why you're acting as if it's a whole new I website. I usually don't to look you. at. I can't usually see the screen. You shouldn't be looking at the see, screen. I want to believe it's Rancor. No, that's a Star Wars reference. Number twenty. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, he's transphobic. Now, what? What? Okay, I don't know what you're saying. I but almost I, says what? Mm-hmm. I will tell you that Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban happens to be my favorite Harry Potter movie because of the time travel. Azkaban? Azkaban. Azkaban, I'm telling you to cease and desist. It's got uh, Gary Oldman is in this one. Oh, well, any movie with him in it is almost as good as a movie with Eric Stoltz. Uh, his name is Sirius Black. And, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. I see. Anyway, he, imagine if his name was Goofy White. Uh-huh. That would not go over good. That's true, but uh, he is the prisoner of Azkaban. And uh, I'm the prisoner of Azkaban. Ask me anything. Okay. It's a new Reddit. I didn't, I didn't even know that you knew what Reddit was, honestly. I don't know what Azkaban is, but I, I can go with it. Azkaban is a prison. Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. Of course it is. Why would there not be a would there be a wouldn't be a prisoner if there wasn't a prison? <clears throat> That's like saying a glass of water, and it's a glass. Uh-huh. It's a vessel. I see. Uh, number 19, Minority Report. I have never seen it. Minority Report is, uh, you know, future future crime. That is they that can Matt tell. Damon? No, very close. It's Tom Cruise. Ugh. This is a Philip K. Dick-based uh, movie. So okay. we've talked about Philip K. Dick. Yes, now I know that, and people like this movie. People don't mind it. Uh, oh, this is not the born. What's the other one? That's, born that's, identity. Right, but those have nothing to do with time travel. That one's Matt Damon. Yes, but they like that one, don't they? But that's not Philip K. Dick. And uh, tell me something All is right. is that movie with Leonardo Lenny DiCap? Is that time travel? 
The movie with Lenny DeCamp. Inception. I, uh, I don't know if that's time travel. I don't know. That's a, that's, uh, I wouldn't, you know what? Because I am bringing that up in the next course. I'm taking a course at school. You are? No, if I went time travel, though, I might. I see. I'd be in school asking stupid questions. And they'd be like, oh, that's very interesting. Extra points on your Negro report. David? What? It was a, it was a, a social experiment. All right, take that part out. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Number 18, Star Trek First Contact. Now, I will say that Well, this, that's obviously the best. This is my favorite Star Trek uh, movie from the franchise, once again, because of the time travel. Oh, is this the one with the LDS? No, that is the, uh, that's a different one. That's, that's the one. Damn good too. That's the one with the whales. Is that, is that time travel? That is time travel. Every Star Trek movie is time travel. That's the one with the whales. I forget what it's called. This is the one with uh, Ooh, Jean-Luc is... Picard and James Cromwell. I think that was Star Trek Three, maybe. And uh, no, it was, I think it's four. Oh, anyway. But uh, Picard. All your bases are are ours. I think right. three is, is the search for Spock. Uh, okay. So anyway, this is the one where they go back in time when uh, James Cromwell, uh, I don't know, first attains warp speed or something, and they uh, they kind of wait for him to do that, and then they kind of show up, and uh, it's Borg related, but it's a, it's it's it is my favorite Star Trek uh, movie. Interesting. Uh, it's hard to uh, dis- discern between space travel and time travel sometimes. Well, no. Time travel is time travel. Yeah, but if you travel fast enough, you kind of go through a, a time warp. You think so? Yeah. That's what they're hoping. Yeah. Number 17, yeah. Looper. I don't think you've seen Looper, this one. Looper, that sounds gay, bro. Okay. Number 16, Interstellar. Wait, what's Looper? Get back here. It's Bruce Willis. Hey, Looper, where'd you going, man? Give me your lunch money, Looper. The, okay. The, I, I oh, that's Lupe. Like, I, I feel like we're going through this list, and it's just making you racist for reasons unknown. Well, I'm not the one who titled it Looper. Well, it's like a time loop. Oh. Uh-huh. Never mind. Mm-hmm. 16 is Interstellar. See, this is the thing with Wait, going through. Okay. Interstellar? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the one where, uh, Rich, where Randy Quaid gets all small and goes inside someone's body? That is inner space. That's not time travel. And that's Dennis Quaid. Exactly. See? See? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So uh, this is the thing. I'm reading off these these movies, and I know you have no idea what they I are. I don't know. Interstellar. I don't pay attention. I'm not a sci-fi guy. I know. Uh, you can tell me plenty of the... I'm looking ahead here. Don't look ahead. All right, now, Interstellar. Uh-huh. Uh, what is that? It's uh, a British-American 2014 science fiction epic directed by Christopher Nolan. Well, I like him. Yes, we do. Starring Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Chastain, and Michael Caine. All right. It's a shit cast with the exception of Michael Caine. Because anything he's in is golden. Okay. I like Jessica Chastain. I like everybody there. I don't know who that is. It's a decent movie. She sounds like a whore. (sighs) Number 15. Yeah. Planet of the Apes. Boy, that's racist. 
It's not racist. Is that the original? Yes, or 1968. No, 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 no. I'm a fan of, of Planet of the Apes, but I didn't really... I wouldn't even think of it as time travel necessarily. Why not? I don't know. It's more like science fiction. I know, but the, the three astronauts land on Earth thousands of years in the future. God damn them. And, and don't you see? I do. And now that's why the apes are in charge? Gotcha. So yeah. there is time travel there. All right. All right. Planet of the Apes, then. That's my favorite. Okay. That's one of my favorites. Uh, number 14, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, come on. That's not time travel. All right. Is it Jimmy Stewart? Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed, Lionel Barrymore. Oh, that's a classic. Yes, it is a classic. You hate it. I don't love it. I don't love it. Time travel is more like, is it really time travel? It's kind of alternate universe-y. It's, I mean, this is Ranker.com, voted on by the people. So God damn these people. They, they feel it is. They feel number 14 uh, is It's a Wonderful Life. Number 13. Yeah. A movie that I do like. Yeah. Another Dennis Quaid. Oh, jeez. Frequency. I never heard of such a thing. Uh, it's really pretty good. Um, a guy finds a, an old radio. And he starts talking. Is he Gooding Jr.? And he starts talking to somebody on the other end. He gets it working and he starts talking. And oh, my God. How many times have we didn't use that plot? And soon enough, soon enough, he realizes he's talking to his own dad. Oh, come on. I wish it was Cheech Marin. He should be talking to Cheech of Cheech and Chong. His dad was Dennis Quaid. Oh. And he died. He got shot as a cop. And so... He, a, he tries to save his dad's life. He's become a fireman. Of course he has. Every good kid becomes a fireman. Yeah, well, there you go. So um, I, I, that's, that's that story. Frequency is, if you like time travel movies, you've probably already seen it. That sounds like a tearjerker. It's a good one. It's a good one. I like it. It's a melodrama. Uh, <laughs> I don't like you. I like the movie, you not so much. It's dramatic and it makes you all mellow. Uh-huh. It's melodrama. Okay. Uh, number 12. Yeah. The Time Machine. Well, of course. Why not aptly named? 1960s version. Oh, I have not seen that one. That sounds like it's going to be scantily clad, clad bikini aliens. All right. I don't, I don't know. Am I wrong? I hope so, actually. Come on. Doing the Watusi. Uh-huh. I don't think so. I think something it still the, follows the story. Something with the Watusi. Number 11. Oh, now this is a good one. The Butterfly Effect. Oh, my God, this is a bad one. Oh. This, yeah. is, this might be the worst movie ever. At least that's what they said. Who's they? The critics. It's, they panned it. They might have panned it, but it's pretty good. It's fucking crazy, though. Good. It's crazy. It's, a, it's crazy. It's punked. No, it's not. It's not... I don't know why people panned it. I'm not, uh, I, I'm telling you, it's, it's not terrible. Look. It's crazy. We need to do a remake of Butterflies Are Free. Uh-huh. Now that is irreverent. Yes, all right. We couldn't remake that today, actually. Why? Because I think it's a little pedo. Oh, okay. hey. Whoa. Well, come back here. Uh-huh. I didn't know. All right. Uh, <laughs> so the butterfly effect, um, you're right. A lot of people probably didn't love it. That sounds sexual. 
Okay, that's... Anyway, number 10. There's <laughs> something wrong with you. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, another Tom Cruise. No, that definitely sounds sexual. More like Edge of Tonight. Edge of Tomorrow uh, is... Tom Cruise really makes some winners, huh? It's not... I don't know what you mean by that. This is not a terrible movie, but it's not quite... Uh, it's not quite... It's no Vanilla Sky. I have not seen Vanilla Sky. Oh. I haven't seen it. Now you want to get into some shit. Watch that. Now here's a movie I do not like at all. At number nine... Uh, for several reasons. First of all, directed by Brian Singer, pedophile, should not be on any list other than directors who've gone to jail for being a pedophile. He has not yet gone to jail for being a pedophile, but when he does, he'll be the number one on that list. But none of his movies should be anywhere. Uh, him and Woody Allen can go whoa, fuck whoa, themselves. Take it easy. Woody Allen, now that's a whole other story. No, not really. So number nine is X-Men Days of Future Past. It's got uh, Jennifer Lawrence instead of your girlfriend, Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Hey, then this is not a good movie. No, it's terrible. All of the X-Men with this younger cast are awful. Just <laughs> shitty, terrible, awful. Awful. Terrible. I don't like them. You want to watch a good episode of Conan O'Brien, watch one with her on it. That's all I'm saying. Jennifer Lawrence? No. Halle, Halle Berry? Stamos. Oh, Stamos, why? Because she's so pretty? And he's I don't know, just... He, just, he has a thing for her. Who doesn't? Clearly, you also have a thing for her. Whoa, take it easy. And the fact that she's now married to hey, that one really of gets my, my goat. celebrity crushes. Really that guy is a joke. Him and his you. brother. Oh, my God. Okay. Jerry have, another, have another fucking energy drink and work out some more. Okay. God forbid. Creep. Number eight, according to Ranker.com. Yeah. Bill and Ted's. Now we're talking. You like that one the best? Uh, yeah, well, I, would, I like, like comedy. You like comedy. I think there might be some drums in this one. There probably is some drums in this one. And, and George Carlin. And George Carlin. So take that and shove it in your Matt Damon. Okay. Number seven. Stuffed Matt Damon. Number seven is Back to the Future Part 3. Oh, that's good. Three? Why not, why not any of the Back to the Future? What, are they going to just take us down the list now? Maybe. That's the next five out of six, is that? I don't know. Perhaps. Uh, all right. Well, I like that. Okay. I'm a fan. Of the th Number three is the Wild West one. I don't care. I like them all. Okay. That's fair enough. Number six, 12 Monkeys. Nah, it sounds racist. I don't like that crap, man. 12 Monkeys is one of my favorite time travel movies. Oh, wait. Uh, I mean, you know, it's got some good poems. Is this the one with Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt, Bruce Willis. Well, I, I don't like Bruce Willis, but I do like Brad Madeline Pitt. Madeline Stowe. I don't know who that is. She's the lady. She's great. This is uh, directed by Terry Gilliam. Uh, he's the worst of all those guys, apparently. Uh, no, that's not true, but oh. he is this, uh, this is, I would say this is an excellent movie. Uh, I just don't think I've really concentrated on it. Okay, well that's, uh... I, I guess I haven't seen it. You have seen it. Well, and we even the, started watching the show. Is this what's in the box? What's in the box is seven. Oh, maybe that I like that more. Okay, that's not a time travel movie. See, I'm just not that's a science a guy. Gwyneth Paltrow's head is in a box movie. Ah, well that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Is she selling that? Is that a candle? And maybe. Maybe eventually it will be. Number five from Ranker, Groundhog Day. Oh, you hate it, but I like it. 
What? Oh, no, you hate Scrooge. That's also time travel. Oh, my God. Everything's time travel. Everything is time travel. Now you understand. Oh, I didn't before. Thank you for clarifying things. I don't hate Groundhog Day. I hate that Dave thinks I do. Groundhog Day. I like that he learns to play piano. Ground? I, I, oh, wait, is this the one with Miles Davis? No, that's Scrooge. Uh-huh. I don't know anymore. Uh, he's the weatherman, and he finds himself reliving the same day over and over again. And uh, throughout it, he tries to woo Andy McDowell, the lovely She's Andy not my McDowell. type. I like uh, Brian, Brian Doyle Murray. He's my type. Andy McDowell's not your type? No. Dude, she's, she's, a, she's literally... A what? <laughs> she's literally everybody's type. I like Gina Davis. Okay, well, there you go. She's not in this movie. Oh, she wake is... me when Gina Davis comes over. Uh-huh, all right. She's apparently in Mensa. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe she was menstruating. One of those two. Okay, I don't know David. What, what? I'm sorry. That's gross. Yes. I'm not the one doing it. <laughs> okay, move on. Should we not have done this show? No, this is good. Is it? This is kind. This is like sweet and sour chicken. It's no, it's not. Yeah, the chicken's there. There's a little variety. What? This no? is the worst show we've ever done. No, it's good. Keep going. Number four. I hate that one. What? Number four is the Terminator. Is this the original Terminator? Yes, 1984, Bill Paxton, Linda Hamilton, and Arnold. I like, I like the movie. It's uh, a great movie. I think this is a great movie. The soundtrack yeah. gets a little dated. Which, uh, which one does he say, I'll be back in? That's this one. All right. Now, which one does he hang the guy over the edge of the, from the Warriors? He hangs him over the side of the, the mountain or something, cliff. Which one's that? The guy who clinks the bottles. Arnold has him upside down. I think he lets him go. Is that that movie? I don't know. Maybe it is. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. Sounds like in a classic Arnold stuff, man. All right. Anyway. All right. Terminator. Yeah, that's a good one, but I can't say it's my favorite or anything. Number three. Is uh, it in your top ten sci-fi movies of all time? Terminator. Hmm. I mean, that's another... Um, we have to look at a list, I think. Okay. Number three. Yeah. Back to the Future, part two. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe they should just say Back to the Future, the franchise, as one. Uh, let's be fair here, okay? Well, they're not doing that, David. Fucking I'm sorry to tell you. It's Ranker.com. Uh, the uh, people uh, are voting. Ranker. Uh, how, how much of Ranker is owned by you know, Steven Spielberg? I don't know. They should call it Spielberg'sRag.com. All right. Number two. Yeah. According to Ranker. Okay. Terminator 2. Oh, come on. Judgment Day. It's part of the franchise. So you... It might be part of the franchise, but it's also uh, a great movie. All right. Time after time. That's my choice. I don't even... (laughs) Dave, how does that oh, end? How does, my, how does time after time end? They get married and they walk away happy. Uh-huh, no. Uh, what? Time after time? 
Oh, I don't know. Oh, Somewhere in Time. Somewhere in Time. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Wait, were you talking about Somewhere in Time or something else? I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't like it. Number two, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. I was working for the Stern Show when this came out. And uh, Howard and uh, I guess Robin and everybody in the office got to go to a special screening of this movie. You didn't get to go? No, I, I went. That's good. And uh, it was in like, um, I think it was like at a Sony screening room. So it was a very small theater. Uh, I didn't get to sit next to Howard. <laughs> I honestly don't think he liked me very much. Um, I don't, I, you know. It, what happens with the VIPs in general is that you just are a blip. And there has been so many people in front of you. And they know there'll be so many people coming after you that uh, it's kind of an ego blow to you, but the truth of the matter is, is you, you know, you're just another person in this revolving door. And that's for every VIP, including Ellen, who's getting shat upon now. Uh, anybody, you, to you, you're, you're important. To them, you are just someone else in that position. So uh, I learned pretty early about that. Uh, it's still kind of a, a crushing blow, but it is just the way it is. But I did enjoy watching that movie in that theater. It was very fun. It was very fun. Amazingly fun. It was, you know, one of my the best memories of that time. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, number one, I guess it's not going to be a surprise to you. It's a franchise. According to Ranker.com. Back to the Future, the original one. The original one that had the, the, the Crispin Glover, had the other girlfriend. Um, probably the best one, really. Now, is this the one where that features rape? <sighs> uh, and disparaging marks about black people? Well, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think Goldie is the guy who works at the soda shop, and then he becomes the mayor eventually. How about the guys in the band? Guys in the oh oh oh, uh, Marvin Barry. All right, maybe they're okay. I don't think that there's. I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't watch a movie and hope to find that it's you know disparaging to anyone. I just try to enjoy a movie. Is this the one where he says, I got it from a Negro? No, that is Caddyshack, David. Oh, oh, okay. I'm confusing my 80s movie. No, I don't think you are. I think you're just looking for any excuse to say Negro. Whoa, you just said it. Yeah. Now I've accomplished my mission. Okay, well then Now you I know no longer need to mention that word. I got you to say it. Oh, for fuck's okay. sake. Okay. So, do you... Anchor. Do you okay? Thank you. Shush. Thank you. Do you believe that time travel is real? I thought you were starting a Jefferson Starship song, or maybe it was a. Uh, maybe it was. Do you believe in miracles? Do I believe in time travel? Do you believe it's possible? Do you believe that people from the future have come to the past? I do not believe so. You don't. Nope. That's my problem. One of my favorite movies was not on this top 20 list, by the way. Is the one where this kid doesn't believe things. It's, uh, I like Time Cop. I like Primer. Time Cop. Uh-huh. 
That sounds like RoboCop. Is that time travel? No. RoboCop is not time travel. Time Cop is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Ah, Time Cop. That's not a very good name, if you ask me. Oh, I think it's a great name. It's a great name, great movie. Um, anyway, so uh, you don't think it's possible? Uh, I, I don't know enough to know if it's possible. This is what I'm saying. If it's possible, why don't we have proof of it happening? Well, maybe because people don't want to change the timeline. Or maybe there, maybe our timeline has changed so many times and we don't even know it. How You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't know. It would happen at the snap of a finger. Why, don't, so, why doesn't someone film it and put it on YouTube? Like right now, we all think that, uh, you know, uh, let's say that uh, Bruce Jenner is now Caitlyn Jenner. That is our, that is what we all remember to be true. Yeah. It could be that, that somebody fucked around with our timeline and that's why that happened. It, we don't know. See, I'm still very much in this our reality is not real thing. Yeah. So if you think like I do and that this reality could be manufactured by uh, other beings, other intelligence uh, then time travel is just a matter of changing the program. So I believe in time travel more than you would because you don't want to believe that this might not be a real reality. I just need some proof. Well, you know, proof is never going to be uh, presented to us, but, I mean, here we have... Well, that's a conundrum. We have lots of what they call glitch in the matrix. Um, I think you can... Your new favorite... Uh, website Reddit apparently you know all about now. Oh yeah, has a glitch in the matrix subreddit where people uh, post weird shit that makes it seem like we're living in a matrix type place. Um, but there are people who claim to be time travelers on YouTube. Yeah, I've never seen them. Well, that's why I'm about to play something uh, for you. What would Ozzy say? My new show, What Would Ozzy Say? Casper apparently claims to be from 2075. Are you ready to see what Casper has to say? Yes. Hi, I'm Casper. I am time traveler from 275. In this video today, I'm going to reveal very shocking detail and show you shocking evidence that is proof that I am from I future. Penis for fingers. In my previous video, I have showed you a picture of Los Angeles, California, underwater in the future. And I'm going to show you that picture again right now. In this picture, for you may see buildings sticking <laughs> out of water. And in this picture, you can see taken from underwater, showing Los Angeles, California, underwater in future. But you may not see translucent bubble built around city, in which city is still functioning even though it is underwater. But the real Los Angeles, California is moved inland in California, and it still does exist, and it's still on land, this very futuristic city with flying cars everywhere, tall buildings going into the clouds, amazing futuristic city in future. I don't think he would have mentioned the corona pandemic. 
motherfucker's concentrating on, on some bullshit. He could have just told us about something that was important. Hey, Casper, go fuck yourself. Casper the Friendly Ghost, you're a hoax. Go fuck your Polish self. This is ridiculous. You do. You are. You've got a point there. This was... Uh, this video was released on January 5th, 2020, where Casper claims to be a time traveler, mentions all of these things, but you're, I think you're right. He does not mention coronavirus at all. See ya. Guess what? You're a hoax. Some of these comments are quite funny. So, how come all of you so-called time travelers never heard about the COVID-19? Bring it. You get that guy in the line. I, gave, I just gave him a thumb up. Stephen Newton, Stefan Newton, you've just been liked by me. So, uh, yeah, it seems like uh, all of these people do not believe Casper. And his uh, shenanigans. His shenanigans. <clears throat> Laughing my ass off, the corona exposed all these as fakes, and now this channel is dead. I will give Daniel Martinez a thumbs up. Uh, this person says, if you can bring food from the future, you can take a little video camera and do a video in the future. So there you go. It's fake news, man. A lot of people mentioning COVID, the pandemic. Uh, so, yeah, Casper, I'm afraid. I, I'm going to have to say no, Casper. Nope. I agree. Is that the last? Let me see. Uh, there you go. Let me see if Apex TV has... Um, apparently, this is the home of time travel videos. Yep, their last one was five months ago. So they've given up on the time travel videos because I guess COVID has killed Apex TV. Sorry, guys. That's hysterical. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, we could do time travel songs. From Louder.com, we have the 10 best songs about time travel. Maybe we'll skip through some of these. Let me just go to the what they think is the number one. Hey, we got Tanda Rodengen make our time travel song. What? Tanda Rodengen, hey, maybe have a time travel song. He does? What is it? I'm just saying that I suspect he does. Well, he's not on this list. Yes, of course he's not, because they're stupid. Number one is Iron Man. That is not time travel. No? Is it? It says, The song featuring one of metal's most satisfying basic riffs also boasts some of Geezer Butler's most sensitive and imaginative lyrics. <laughs> the titular man has traveled to the future and witnessed the apocalypse. Titular? On his return, he was turned to steel and cannot communicate his warning. I hate when that happens. However, when mankind is hostile towards him, his vengeance becomes the destructive force that causes Armageddon. Man, I'm just trying to help you all. Now you got to turn on me. Our hey, take some of this, motherfucker. Never laugh at an Iron Man. Hey, Iron Man got no sense of humor, man. Iron Man's Japanese, by the way. He is? Well, I don't know. They ain't got no sense of humor. Oh, that's not... 
Japanese people have a sense of humor. They have no sense of sarcasm. Maybe now they do, though. I think it's changing. I think with the internet, I've seen some sarcastic Japanese people. Good. Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. It is not good. Oh. When the second Japanese people are sarcastic, the world is over. Those people need to be happy and optimistic. I see. Uh, Hello Kitty cannot be goodbye asshole. I think this is a bad episode. No, this is good, good stuff. For what? What do you got? Uh, well, I have uh, real life... Uh, people who claim to have time traveled. People whose stories are somewhat believable. All right, let's hear one. Four friends travel from 1979 to 1905. That was a bad decision. Uh, In 1979, Jeff and Pauline Simpson and Len and Cynthia Gisby were traveling through France. When it became late, they decided to find a hotel for the night. They found a place not too far down the road they were traveling. It was an odd place. The doors to the rooms only had wooden latches, no locks, and the windows only had thick shutters, no glass. In the morning, they had breakfast at the hotel and encountered two gendarmes, armed French policemen, that were wearing old-looking uniforms complete with capes. The whole experience at the hotel seemed strange, not least because their stay only cost 19 francs. Other hotels in the area cost over 200 francs. Still, they happily went on their way, and on their return journey, tried to stop and stay at the hotel again, except it had seemingly vanished into thin air. And the uniforms those gendarmes were wearing, they were from 1905. Yeah. That's it. That's the story. didn't, didn't uh, Didn't those cops say, hey, who are these lunatics dressed like weirdos? Let's take them in to custody. I I don't know. I don't believe it. In 1935, Dr. E.G. Moon was leaving the residence of one of his patients in Kent, England, when he realized his car was not where he had left it. Both the driveway and the road seemed a lot rougher than he remembered. Dr. Moon spotted a man walking by the house, and he realized that the man was wearing several capes and a top hat and carrying a long-barreled gun. He looked to Moon like he was from the 19th century, not the 20th. Dr. Moon turned to go back into the house, but as he did, he saw that the driveway was paved again, and his car was once again parked in it. He turned back towards the road to look for the man, but he had vanished. I like these stories. Do you? It sounds like Twilight Zone or Creep Show. Mmm... Mm. But I can't have it. I have no proof that they are true. But whoever wrote them, I'd like to hire them. This was written by Jen Lennon. It wasn't she shot. That's John Lennon. Yeah, in this universe. Mm-hmm. How about the alternate one when it's Jen Lennon? Maybe. Who knows? Again, I am all about uh, this is not real. Jen Lennon. She was an asshole too, though. You know why I also think that this is not real? I think it's not real and it's going haywire. I honestly think that our reality is manufactured by something, someone, some beings. And I also feel like those beings have been wiped out. So whoever has been watching us and caring for our little weird reality has been wiped out 
and or they're in some sort of battle there where we are we are now on the back burner and that's why shit is so fucking crazy they gotta come back and feed the fish they Someone gotta need to clean the tank they need to do that because honestly people are insane they say stupid things they are uh at one another's throats for shit that's made up that makes no sense. It's ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, come on back and clean the tank. That's a that's a good analogy, Dave. Oh, thank you. Clean the tanky. Okay. Thank you very much. Clean the tanky. Okay, so here's another story. Two professors see Marie Antoinette at Versailles in 1901. Yeah, see, she was easy. In 1901, two professors from St. Hugh's College in Oxford, England, went to visit the Palace of Versailles. Versailles. What? When was this? 1901. Oh, they went in 1901? Yes. All right. Versailles was, of course, the French royal home until the monarchy was abolished in 1792. Marie Antoinette, one of the last royals to live there, was executed in 1793. Oh, that sounds like what's going to happen in America. So on that day in 1901, when professors Anne Moberly and Eleanor Jourdain were walking the grounds of the palace, it's pretty safe to say they did not expect to see Marie Antoinette in the flesh, just chilling on a stool outside the Petit Trianon. I don't think people chilled in 1901. A private retreat built for Antoinette by her hub- husband, Louis the Fourteenth, Louis the Sixteenth, sorry, and yet there she was sitting and sketching and completely oblivious to the fact that two women were gaping at her and all the other people in 1780s period attire who had appeared just as suddenly as Antoinette. Antoinette and everyone else disappeared when a tour guide approached Moberly and Jourdain. Together they wrote a book, An Adventure, about their experience and the story gained notoriety because of how grounded it seemed. They were two highly educated and well-respected women, They wouldn't just make up a story like that. So what was it then? Did they actually travel through time? It's one of the most thoroughly reported, compelling, and famous time travel stories that can't be explained. I have no idea on that one. Maybe they flipped their lid. Simultaneous? Yeah, lid flippers. Mm -hmm. Famous lid flippers. Well, I... uh, I don't know. What happened? That's the end of it. That's the end of it. There's also a whole bunch of photos online um, of people, old photos that people think prove that there's time travel. Usually there are older photos and it looks like someone has a cell phone. A cell phone or some sort of device iPod, cell phone, whatever. All right. Uh, Here's a picture of a bunch of people at a beach yeah and then there's a man right in the middle who seems to be on his cell phone uh, maybe it's a transistor radio he's holding his he's holding it like we hold a cell phone we it's can't a transistor re- radio he can't see it well because it's sunny out he can't see it well because it's sunny out he's holding it in an odd way to get a, to get rid of the glare it's probably an am transistor radio next Right? I mean, I hate to tell you, but back in the 70s and 60s, we had things you held in your hand. Uh Uh, This image is from 1943, shows British factory workers escaping to the seaside 
for a break during the midst of wartime. Made a transistor radio. The clothes and beachwear of most people certainly fit the era, but in the center of a frame appears to be a man dressed like Mr. Bean checking his mobile phone. Or maybe it's a time travel device. Likely a bit of a stretch or a case of overactive internet imagination, but we still enjoy the thought. <sighs> All right. So here's a story. Here's one. The time-traveling hipster. Oh, that sounds good. I like that. The fo- this photo was snapped in 1941 at the reopening ceremony for the South Fork Bridge in British Columbia. All right. If you look carefully yeah. on the right-hand side, yeah. you see an unusually dressed man in what appears to be modern clothing, sporting sunglasses at a time when most were wearing hats and smart jackets. Photoshop. It's a real photo, not Photoshop. Well, I can't see it clearly. So here's everyone else with their hats and their suits. He looks to be holding something as well. Camera. That's a camera. That's a camera strap for the camera. Okay. He seems to be wearing a hoodie, some sort of sweater. And this looks like a t-shirt with an M on it. And these Donald Fagan sunglasses. He is out of place. This is not photoshopped. Uh, You know... No one is looking at him like he's strange. There were some hippies back then. In the 40s? Yeah, they were called beatniks. Ah, okay. So you think he's just a beatnik. Yes. He's probably high on pot. <laughs> okay. All right. Disheveled. Hasn't slept. Got his camera out thinking he'll write some sort of beat poetry. This photo comes from the 1962 World Cup and shows the celebrations as the Brazilian team lifts the trophy. All right. That sounds reputable. If you look close enough, you'll see in the bottom center of the image... Davey 504. What looks like someone with a mobile phone snapping a photo of the event. I see a man with a tiger for a crotch. Oh, is that just me? I don't know what you're saying. Tiger crotch. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Look at a tiger in the man's crotch. Oh, it's a monkey. Yeah, monkey crotch. It looks like... I know. Who are you talking about? This right here. Yeah, it's a monkey's crotch. What are you talking about? Dave. Yes. This is a photo from 1962. Someone clearly is holding some sort of device that is not from the era. Really? Because to me, it looks like one of those box cameras that you uh, look into. Usually, you would hold it and you'd look into it from above. It's a square, has a bigger negative. That's what that looks like to me. Uh uh. Because look at the way this person is holding it. They're, they're holding hold- it like this with their thumb. Yeah, they're holding it's it. It's a thin a, thing. You're not supposed to use it like that. It's not a thin thing. This thing that they're holding is a thin thing. I don't see it as being a thin. Would you hold... Maybe it's a woman. Maybe she's got a small hand. That's not what I'm saying. The thing that she's... It's not this. She's not holding it like this. Her fingertips wouldn't come out the other side. It's not a picture of that. It's not that. It's not what you're saying. I'm saying it's a camera. This guy's got a box camera. Look Look how he's holding it. Everyone in the picture has cameras, so why wouldn't that be a camera or a microphone or a camera? No one's saying it's not a camera. They're saying it's a it's a futuristic camera. 
This person is holding something thin, a thin device. It almost looks like a flip phone, tricorder type of device that folds and they're holding it and it's clearly a thinner thing. It's not more than an inch. I can tell by the way their hand is, has it. It's not something like that's this big. They're holding it like this. Their thumb is in the middle of it in the front. You wouldn't be able to hold something big like that. Your thumb would be way closer to the edge. So I don't know what it is, but uh, that is a real photo. Is it wider on top? No, it looks to be exactly the same. Mm. It looks to be exactly the same. It, I'm saying it looks like it folds here, but that's 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 just my opinion. But yeah. I can tell the physics of it from the way the hand is. What do other people say? Um bit odd to think someone in the future might have a flip phone, but then they have been making a comeback recently, and we know folding phones are about to be big too, so they don't, that's, they don't really say much. All right. that's, I don't think they want to say. Um, this person, this image from 1905 appears to show uh, the usual happenings of the time, including workers and a banana boat delivering its goods. However, if you look near the edge of the boat... You can spy a man in a white shirt with, with what appears to be a mohawk-style haircut, a very unusual haircut for the time, and possible proof of a time traveler. I'd say that's this person right here. Can't see him, though. I mean, it's clear that he has a mohawk. It looks like Michael Malice to me. It probably is. I could, I think I can confirm that Michael Malice may be a time traveler. No wonder he's so smart. He's pretty fucking smart. So, uh, yeah, I don't know the, I don't know the history of the mohawk. Is it a Chinaman? I don't think it's a Chinese guy. It looks like a worker, though. It looks like a worker. What it's year is that? 1905? Hmm. So. I don't know. I don't know either. So you're, you're just, why did you agree to do the show since you clearly don't believe any of this? Well, I like to explore it. You're not exploring, you're shitting on it. No. What's the next one? Film footage captured during the recording of Charlie Chaplin's 1928 silent film, The Circus appears to show a lady dressed all in black, wearing a hat, and walking around the set, talking on her mobile phone. And she's trying to hear. She has an earpiece. They're talking to her. Did they have earpieces back then? Uh, she is an extra, so I'm not sure why they would talk to her. She has a headache. Mm -hmm. Why would she? Maybe she's scratching her ear. Is she holding something? I can't She's see it. She's clearly holding something. You don't go like this without holding something. You mean you go like this? Scratch your head. Not a lady, no. Looks to me like she's got a head slice. Well, I think there's a there's footage. There's all footage of it. Uh, let's see. That's her. She even stops. Yeah, she's just like Jim Norton. She doesn't know what to do with her hands on screen. No, she's talking into it. She's literally talking into it. She stops, turns, and you can see her talking into it. 
I don't know. I think that's that's something. I don't know what's going on there. Well, she's clearly got something held up to her ear, and she's talking into it. Are we sure it's a woman? I mean, You're dressed like a woman. It's 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 someone who's dressed, who's wearing a dress. Time traveling. But those are some big trends. feet. Those are some big feet. So it. I it, think it's wavy gravy. It's not wavy gravy. Oh. Uh, well, that's hard to say. If it's a cell phone, how would they use it with no cell phone towers? I'm pretty sure Verizon didn't have 3G in the early 1900s. It was analog. Uh, if you think AT&T's coverage is bad now, can you imagine what it was in 1928? Hey, this guy. The video is from 1928. It's most likely a banana. They had bananas in 1928. I often walk around talking into a banana. Uh, if it is a time traveler, she probably wouldn't need cell towers since it would probably not be a cell phone. It would be a handheld communication device directed to a spaceship or time machine. The most credible explanation is that she is listening on a crystal radio and mumbling to herself. Oh. No, I don't think you... I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Why would an extra be listening to a radio and mumbling? No, exactly. And I don't think they're mumbling to themselves. That's the worst extra ever. Maybe she was trying to get some uh, lines so she got paid. Uh, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Chaplin. Chaplin's like, who is that uh, extravagant extra? Give that person some airtime. I'm Charlie Chaplin. This person says doesn't necessarily have to be a time traveler. Could be a Venusian visiting Earth at that time or any number of extraterrestrials that are human-looking. Could be someone from one of the advanced inner-Earth civilizations, too. So this person is saying maybe not time travel, maybe just an alien or another being visiting the Earth at that time. In that, So there you go. A Venusian. Blame the Venusians. I think a Venusian is going to be Biden's running mate. Mm. Wasn't a Valiant Thor a Venusian? I don't even know who that is. Uh, Val- you don't know who Valiant Thor is? No, I'm Valiant terrible. Thor was a uh, person who claimed to be, I think, from Venus. That should be a name of a, a band. I think it was. Well. But Valiant Thor... <clears throat> I think we've discussed this. Maybe not. Valiant Thor was an alien. Uh, Val is mentioned. Yes, we have discussed this. Okay. He landed in Alexandria, Virginia, and met with the president to discuss world's problems and offer advice and counsel counsel on how to deal with and eliminate them. He indicated to Mr. Eisenhower that the world was in a precarious situation and that if the world continued to proceed on a war footing, it would cause an economic imbalance throughout the world. He stayed on Earth until March 16, 1960, and then disembarked to his home planet, Venus. Uh, this is the one where people actually in the government uh, acknowledged it? Yes. Bizarre. Uh, alleged interaction between Val Thor and President Nixon in March of 1957. Now, here we go, and then we talk about, I think it was the Pentagon has released more video of flying uh, UFOs. Yeah. Where they 
specifically say that these are vehicles made by beings not of this world. I, I don't know how much more they can be specific by saying that there are aliens. That is definitely what they're saying. They're saying, well, they're saying not of this world. So are they trying to prep us for our Who said that reality? Exactly? The Pentagon? Those lips sink ships, Pentagon. Dear Pentagon, have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. Uh, <clears throat> the Pentagon team tasked with studying unidentified flying objects plans to publicly release information on its findings. Uh, Eric Davis, one of the former officials from the Pentagon UFO program, said while he worked there, the team found objects he believed we couldn't make ourselves. He said he gave a classified briefing to a Defense Department agency this March, during which he elaborated on off-world vehicles not made on this earth. So this is, you know, not such as some guy. This is a former official with the Pentagon UFO program. Uh -huh. This is a huge admittance. <clears throat> Where is he now? <clears throat> I mean, I, I guess he, this, is, this just came out a week or two ago. So, uh, you'd think they'd ask him to elaborate. Well, I think it's classified. Well, then why even mention it at all? What is this, some kind of game? What do you, well, you, I don't know. I, I, I think say, the reality is manufactured. What are we waiting for? Classified for what? I don't know. Maybe when it comes out, it comes out. I don't, I can't tell you, but. Yeah, if they want me to believe, they got to be a little more upcoming, forthcoming. Well, I think they don't want to freak everyone out, but the truth of the Guess matter what? is. We're already freaked out. There's so much shit going on because You've I. ruined the world. What, we can handle anything now. Did we ruin the world? Or are the Watchers in battle somewhere? The Chinese ruined the world. Well, that's true, too. That in my last order. Uh -huh. That was some terrible chicken. We've not ordered Chinese since See? January. Exactly, and I still remember. Just kidding. We you have... guys are the best. <laughs> I can't stand you right now. <laughs> you guys are great. Keep it coming. Let me get some of the fortune cookie. I don't know that this is going to be a, a podcast. I don't Wait. know. It can be salvaged, honestly. This is good stuff. For what? For fodder. This is fodder for the mind. Anyway, I think, I think I'm going to end this here. Middleagecoolkids.com is our website. Uh, we have been putting up, I have been putting up videos on our YouTube channel, which... Um, now, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I've never experienced time travel. I have no proof of it. Just like ghosts. There's no solid proof. So... I'm from the Show Me State of New Jersey. That's not the Show Me State. Oh, well, I'm the New Jersey Devil. Uh huh. The Garden State. New Jersey yes. is the Garden State. Exactly. No wonder I have such a green thumb. Uh huh. I come from the motherfucking Garden State. Okay. Okay. And I'm just saying, I don't doubt this. This stuff exists, but I don't believe it exists either. That's, you know, you need to make a, take a stand. I've taken a stand. I'm somewhere in the middle. Uh -huh, okay. I'm a libertarian when it comes to believing. Show me the pudding. Uh -huh. The proof is in the Missouri. Uh -huh. I had a friend uh, when I was much younger in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Monica. All and right. Monica started dating this... Alien? No, this guy from a car dealership. Oh. I... I, I 
don't remember his name. Classic. <clears throat> no, he was young. He was our age or whatever. All right, okay. But she came home one day. We were roommates for a bit. She came home one day and told me that this guy and his roommate had built a time machine. <laughs> and I said, no. No, they did not. They did, we, did, we do not have a car dealership guy who bought a time machine. And she was very adamant in that they were going to show it to her. But then she never mentioned it again. Hmm. That's an odd thing to proclaim and then just to drop out and never bring up again. I know. I know. But she did. Anyway, uh, on our YouTube channel, we started doing uh, chapters of that book, of the, the Girl Who Chased the Shadows book. And really... The story is secondary to Dave's voiceovers. Oh, come on now. It's not me. I've come to the realization that the story is eh, but Dave's voiceovers are are spectacular. Oh, come on. So I've started a playlist on our YouTube channel for those, and uh, we will see it through. We've got the first couple of chapters up. i got to corral Dave to do more. He's been working on music. So, um... That'll be uh, fun for you to listen to, probably way better than this episode. Oh, man. I don't know why you agreed to time travel. You don't, you don't believe in it. You don't like it. I give you three choices. I don't believe in it. I don't like it. The choices were time travel, sticks, or 1978. It should have been something like sticks and stones, man. Two for Tuesday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tales of Scott Muni. The Scott Muni Chronicles. All right. Yeah? No. Uh, I, you know, I don't like time travel, so. Then why did you say time travel? Well, yeah, I thought it'd be, you know, controversial, which I think it's better than you know. I think this is a great episode, actually. This is wonderful stuff. This is good stuff. This should have been on Coast to Coast with George and Hart. That's how good this is. Is that good? Coast to Coast. More like ghost to ghost, am I right? Sometimes it would be called ghost to ghost. It should be. Well, they would do ghost shows and they would change the name to ghost to ghost. What kind of name is Nori? What is he? I'm not going to look up George Nori right now. Please don't. Don't look him up, Bell. Don't look under his clothing. Don't look under his sheets. Don't look behind the curtain. That's Uh all I'm saying. Uh You might find a a young girl. I don't know what that means. Please don't don't say that about George Nori. I'm talking about Art Bell. Oh. I thought that was a known thing. Okay, let's not uh, besmirch Art Bell. Well, I'm not going to besmirch him. I'm just saying, let's get the man out of Thailand. All right. It wasn't Thailand. It was the Philippines. See, you know what I'm talking about. I do. That's what I'm talking about, Jackie. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so this has been, uh, fuck, episode 88, I believe. Now, this is a great episode because that's how many keys the piano is. And it should have been about sticks in the front man, Dennis DeYoung, who's a piano wizard. I gave you the opportunity, bro, and you picked time. Our next episode's about sticks, so get ready to either hate it or love it. Cunt. Not you, the people in general, and that's a term of endearment. It's not. Oh, in Ireland it is. Okay. I'm a bad person. It's me. I'm the problem. Here comes the bad man. Look out. Hello. She, she's left the building. All right, finally I can do my sports show. You don't like sports. No, that's the key. It's, 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 you know, hatred uh, inspires fury. 
Is that what they say? I don't know no, what they say. Passion. Passion. It's a passion. Mm-hmm. The passion dance. The passion dance. This is my podcast. Welcome to the Latin passion dance. Uh-huh. I'm on fire. Okay. Are you in fuego? Latin passion dance featuring my first guest, Rico Suave. Oh, God bless him. Hey, now that man has a handsome kid. He does? I think so. Maybe she's a pretty girl. I don't know. Something th- about it is attractive. <laughs> I see. All right. All right. Well, I guess let's, we should end this. Uh, wait, we're just getting good. We got off this uh, the, uh, topic of time travel. I can really start to roll. Dude, you fucking told I'm me just to playing. Fuck, it, fuck, fuck, fuck. This is not a bad podcast. This is, uh, this is great. Uh-huh. This is good stuff. This hey, is going Put me in great. touch with Casper. I want him on my band. Casper, uh, Casper could not tell us about COVID. Casper, you can't. But maybe he was term of endearment. Maybe he wasn't allowed to. Yeah, that is why his hands were covered. Why? He had COVID hands? I don't know. Oh, what about think the COVID? He wanted to protect himself. You think he had rubber gloves on? You know, it was and a mask? Out. That's why, yes. Back then, he even knew. He said that you Asians are onto something. But he wasn't allowed to tell us in his video? Remember when we thought the Asians were crazy for wearing a mask? Now we know they were. <laughs> right? Am I right? Okay. All right. Uh, anyway, this has been episode 88 of the Middle Age Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast. You know, we did a different setup today, so I didn't introduce the show. I didn't say who we were. Uh, it's been uh, crazy. We are the people united. Uh-huh. Now burn down that police precinct. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. Wrong show. Not, Let me go back in time machine. Okay. Don't burn down that police precinct. What? Oh. What? I have a hard time understanding things. Well, I, I, I am telling you, uh-huh. your people are making a big mistake. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Uh, you are much appreciated. Head over to our YouTube channel for some of uh, our Us in Real Life videos. We've built fences. We've uh, dug a trench. We've put in a flower uh, bed. And we also show our square foot garden. Um, I've been putting up short, very short videos of stuff we do um, while Dave is busy making music. Anything you want to say, Dave? No, I have said it all. All right. All right. Uh, We will see you next time, maybe, America. Take it, Ish.